ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast. I am the worst, as always, and joining me is not the worst, but still pretty bad, the green. Hello. The green. Hello. T-H-E green. T-H-E green? T-H-E green. T-H-E-G-R-E-E-N-E, by the way. Yeah, there's an E on the end of There is an E. The color and the name, so more or less. Probably just spelled wrong on the birth certificate, honestly. Yeah. Oh, segue into, you know me, I like to talk about history things. With my last name, I have seen it spelled about 86 different ways going through. It's four letters. Yeah, well, it used to not be. It used to be like six letters. What? Seven letters. So, fun fact. This is the fun fact. Fun fact of the day. A lot of names changed when people immigrated to America. So, a lot of people know that the last names, like occupational last names, usually came from people that really didn't have a a going last name. Uh, John the Barber. Joe the Baker. That's what he did. He was the baker. Well, uh, welcome to America. Uh, You don't have a last name, and you're a baker. So, your last name is now Baker. You are now Baker. You are now Baker. So, or, or changed in spelling, changed in all sorts of stuff. So, if you ever get into it, do your family tree and see how your name has changed over the years. But, let's go ahead and get into some fun NASCAR stuff, because we have two weeks of things to talk about. We do. I tried to put out an episode last week, because somebody, yeah, I on f- Saturday... <laughs> I forgot. So, I let, like- me, let me just put together this timeline real quick. It wasn't Saturday, it was... Friday night. Was it? I thought it was early. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Friday night, I get a text message. And this is probably about 8 o'clock and maybe 9. <laughs> and no, it was like 9, 9.30 because it was a late game for my brother. But um, I get a text. Hey, by the way, I'm going out of town tomorrow. We won't be able to record. Okay, cool. Um... And I, in my head, I was thinking, all right, I'll swing by, I'll get my microphone. I'm going to the Darlington race. Then I'll I'll grab my microphone, I'll record a solo episode and put it up. And I'm like, what time are you leaving in the morning? He's like, 6.30. Yep. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> so I had then had a backup plan that sounded like crap because I don't have another mic stand. So I got a little portable recorder. And I've actually, it's one of the things that I think we could use for RSO on location if we ever do this. Ooh, sneak peek into the, new the future, Buc-ies. maybe. Yeah, new Bucky's baby. Bucky's, yes, that's where we need to do our first one. We need to just sit in front of the brisket people and just record an entire <laughs> Fresh podcast. Fresh biscuit on the board. And then they Trying all say. Trying to record a podcast here. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, they but, say that. Every time they get new brisket, the guy, wear, they all wear cowboy hats. And they're like, fresh biscuit on the board. And then everybody screams, fresh brisket on the board. <laughs> True story. Awesome. Yeah. If you've never been to Bucky's, it's like. I've never. We've got Okay. It. So this is how I explain it. The one in Daytona is the one we stop at all the time. We can make it. Fun fact. We leave here and in my dad's new truck, we can make it from here to Daytona on a single tank of gas. Really? That is that not ridiculous? That's insane. <laughs> I use eight gallons of gas driving from here to work every day. But that's I was about to say, I think my uh, truck gets nine miles to the gallon, yeah. or as I like to call it, nine gallons to the mile. Yeah, that's how it's it feels. Crazy. So the one in Daytona is always absolutely hopping, especially when you go in there like a Saturday, like we do. Yeah, because all of the the sports leagues are in. Everyone's having t-ball games, soccer games, softball, whatever. Um, on a Saturday. At Bucky's in Daytona Beach, it's kind of like shopping in a war zone. It's kind <laughs> of like attempting to shop in a active war zone, and um, it's beautiful and I love it. So, it's it's a good time. If you've never been to Bucky's, you've got to go. Anyways, <laughs> I did not get Bucky to News Network. I did not get to record a Bucky's, solo episode. Us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We will do episodes from Bucky's. We will feature. Your brisket in our episode. You will hear our mouths chewing on brisket. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Anyways. Um But it's so funny. You've seen I don't guess you have. I've got this new Simric where my steering wheel stuff's put up. 
And I didn't have a mic stand, right? Yeah. And that was part of the issue. If I would have had time, I may have been able to record again. But I recorded a whole episode, and there's a little cup holder on my Simrig stand. And I had it propped there. It was stationary. It was good. Recorded an entire episode. Without realizing that my foot, like I was resting my foot on the bottom of the stand, but it's a big metal thing. I wouldn't have thought anything would transfer. But anytime I moved, breathed, my foot moved an inch, or like you can't hear it in real life. But on the recording, it's just, I'm like, ugh. So, yeah, these microphones pick up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they get a lot. So, but. Next time, you got to give me more than, you know, 12 hours notice yeah, before bad. you leave. When you left that Monday after recording, I was like, I feel like there was something I would needed to tell him. And then, like, Friday, it hit me, and I was like, yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. Oh, dear. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, a, oh, I've messed up. Because that's the thing. We, we could have made it work. Yeah. If I would have remembered. Yeah. But, if uh, Turnpike wasn't the worst and I stupid. wasn't the worst, yep. But let's talk Darlington. Let's talk Darlington. I was there. It was so you much are. fun. Tell us about it. It was so cool. Um, it's one of those tracks that um, it was kind of on a bucket list for me because it's just I'm a big fan of the heritage of the sport. While Charlotte might put on a better race, especially with this package, I wanted to go to Darlington more just because... It started in 1950. It was the first mile and a half paved track. And there's stupid stories that come along with that. Do you know why only the top two lanes are banked? I know about the land dispute. There is a land dispute that causes the egg shape. Yeah, I know that one. Someone's like, we won't sell you our land. So they just made it (laughs) egg shaped. Wasn't there like something where they were gonna repave it or something? So here, here's here's why here's why the top two lanes are banked. It was a safety feature. You were supposed to race on the bottom of the track, and the banking was supposed to slow you down before you hit the wall. But then these mad lads of drivers in the fifties, without seat belts, were like, "Hey, I can go a lot faster if I just drive on the banking." Yeah. And they just ripped around the top, and that's kept its shape ever since. Might as well. Anything to get that extra second. Exactly. But just little stories like that, and there's like two other stories around it. I'm not going to go through all of them, but there's just all kinds of stuff like that when you dig into the history of the sport. It's really cool to hear that stuff. And it's really cool to be in the place where all those stories take place. And um, it's it's awesome. It's kind of a situation of build it and they will come too. Because it's not a big area around it at all. It's, I did not get a ticket at McBee. <laughs> that is a big deal. Is what? McBee. What is that? It is a town that you pass through to get to, Darlington. to get to Darlington. And it is, you know how they call 2570 up here Radar Valley? Yeah. Same, Same story, yeah. especially on race weekend. And I saw um, I saw a few troopers out there. Did not get pulled, thankfully. But, um, no, I, it's a really, really awesome facility. It doesn't feel outdated, which it would be easy to let a track like that become outdated because that's its whole thing is it's old, you know? But really awesome facility. Can I be honest, though? Let's hear it. I think I'm going to put most of my money in short tracks. Like, even in the NASCAR sense. Yeah. Because... A mile and a half, and I I know you go to Daytona. Do you have you do y'all go sit in grandstand seats? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for the race, yeah, yeah. For the race, y'all do get up to the grandstands. Yep. I know you're usually down in the pit area yeah, for a lot of the weekend. Yes. Um. That's a long ways away to see a car, and it it, the visibility's not. It is amazing. Um. You end up. You kind of end up. I kind of end up doing this thing where when there's something interesting happening on the backstretch. You watch like the screen, mm-hmm. and then like they come to the front stretch, and you're just still watching the screen. Like, well, see, and that <laughs> that's the weird. thing. I think Darlington they have two screens, but I think they could have one just bigger screen, and it would have been better than the two smaller screens. But I was also in the middle of them, so yeah. maybe I was in a bad spot for them. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I could still see about ninety percent of the track. It's just I don't know. 
I think I like the short tracks where you can see everything. Yeah. And TV. But loved being there. Any day at a racetrack is better than a day not at a racetrack. And getting to see some of that chaos unfold and hear the outrage of the fans at Chastain. Oh, yeah. Seeing Martin Truex Jr. try to give it to him and then wreck himself and then ultimately Chastain, Chastaining himself into the wall. I did think it was very interesting that uh, Kyle Larson did not comment on the situation. I thought that was so funny because, I mean, you knew that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. With those two guys in the front, like when when one slid up into the other and then the other one returned the favor, it was like they're not both leaving this. Well, they're not both finishing this race. Most of that race went green flag other than stages and I think Martin Trix was really almost the only thing up until the end. Yeah. And like I was almost to the point of starting to slowly pack my things and then with 15 to go, that wreck happens. I think it, it was Ryan Newman. Yeah. It was a... Fairly big, was it? Or was it just... No, it was just Ryan Newman. It was just Ryan Newman. complained of pain. Um, That was not from a hit. That was from the seat being... Yeah, that's what I thought. Un- he was not comfortable in his seat. And he, he mentioned he had a good time. He's just... So I think I broke seven ribs. I had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, though. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ryan. I mean, you got to think, a couple years ago, he almost died in that car, and he still got back in it, yeah. so... I'm just in this thing of, I am so, you know, unpopular opinion time. I am so sick and tired of one-offs. I, 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 I can't uh, tell you why. I cannot tell you why. This isn't a one-off. Well, he's he's a bygone. He's by- driving for the Ryan 51. Ryan Newman's a, he's, he's a bygone. He, bye. I, I just don't care that he's back. I don't care when people I think come back awesome. and do these one-off races. Do well, not see, care. Well, see, this is just another... I think this shows a lot of, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. I, I, I can kind of compare this to our thoughts on the ladder system and how it should work in motorsports. Yeah, I have a thought of how it should work. And your thought is, it is a complete, it is a ladder. Yeah. The only reason you're in F3 is so that you can get to F2. And the only reason Correct. you go there is to go to F1. Whereas then I think, everyone should be able to sign up for whatever they want. Yeah, I completely disagree with that. (laughs) And I think this is a level where the people who think that people should be able to sign up for whatever races they want love this. The people who think that he's wasting a spot for some young talent or for someone who is their time to shine, they're not going to like that as much. Parker Kligerman. Would it not be cool to see him in a cup car more? Not really. I'd rather have someone new. I mean, he he's showing his talent in the truck series. He's worthy of driving. What, I mean, I guess if you're going to... I mean, I'm okay with it in the more of the kind of in the truck series. My, I think my kind of opinion on this has kind of changed because, I mean, as we do this, our opinions have changed since this since the oh, show absolutely. has started. 100%. Your opinions are allowed to change. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't... I'm not going to claim that I've always had the same opinion because I probably haven't, but I think I've kind of refined it where... I do not like cup drivers driving Xfinity and trucks, but I have in the past kind of made the thing for Kyle Busch because I'm a big Kyle Busch guy. So I feel like where I am making the call is I do not want cup guys racing at Xfinity and trucks, but the caveat on that is I believe that Kyle Busch should be able to because he owns the team. He's a team owner. If Brad See, Keselowski, I don't like this hear me out. At all. If Brad Keselowski owned a truck series team, still he Brad did. Keselowski could run in trucks. Did. That's that's my thing. Is if you're gonna go down here and race with these guys, you should at least be putting your own, like your literal own equipment on the line. I don't agree with that at all. That's kind of where I sit. I get it. I do. I don't like it. Yeah, I just don't want you hopping rides every once in a while. So like, okay, nah, you got to do just this. just curious. What is Cody Ware leaves the car for quote unquote personal reasons. Quote unquote. <laughs> Sorry. Just personal reasons like steel bars. Anyways. Um No, he's out right now. For now. Yeah. He's out behind stone walls and steel bars. Rip. Um 
So what 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 do you think should happen to that fifty one car? Because it's got a charter, it has to run. I mean, you gotta. I mean, you, I mean, theoretically, you have to find somebody, and that's the point where it's like, okay, that's. So, what do you think I is can, the correct situation? If you know. don't like the one-offs, what do you think is the right situation? What are they, Ford? Yeah. I mean, I would say go get one of the Xfinity guys, because you're giving them seat time. Okay. Because you're gonna want to so move I them am, to cut. I am. I did kind of pr- say your point right there. Yeah. Instead of Ryan Newman, you could have somebody who's up and coming. Yes. Okay. So, like, think about See, it. See, this is exactly what I'm saying, where I think I love the stories of, oh, shoot, who was the car owner? Um, I cannot remember the name of the car owner. He was on Dale Jr. Download, and he talked about Dale Earnhardt before he was the Intimidator. Mm-hmm. Um, His driver, for whatever reason, got in trouble, got, he's not able to race. Yeah. And he's t- talking to Humpy Wheeler, who is, if you don't know, at the time, he was Charlotte Motor Speedway's promoter. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm, I've got my car here. This is my first time trying to own a car in the race. They post that. It's like on the news or something that yeah. his, his that car is available all of a sudden because Humpy put it there. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt called. Dale Earnhardt got the seat. Yeah, he went in. He went in and he drove for him. Yeah, and it's just stuff like that where I think it's it should always be up to the owners to get the drivers they want to get. Yeah, it and should, that, that's the weird part that I don't like about my argument is I don't like being able to tell people that have majority stakes and are owners that they cannot do something. That's the other part of my argument that I don't like in my own argument. Yeah, of this is my car. If I want to put. Ronald McDonald in this car and he's licensed then I should be able to and I, I don't I that's the part of mine that's like I don't like that kind of perspective but yeah and like, I, I'm all up for we have this is a this is a super unfortunate injury this is going to be some this could be somebody's big break Josh Berry yeah Josh Berry's done I mean, an amazing I job. think I forget exactly how but that's how Harry Gant got started is yeah. he raced locally? There was a car that needed filling. They called the guy that owned the track. I think it was the guy that owned Hickory. I think it was was one of the Jarretts or something. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we got this local I guy think that Ned. Uh, yeah that just I think creams Ned. the field every week. You should let him race. His name's Harry Gant. Harry gets a shot. Harry goes on to be tremendously successful. Yeah. Another one is, um, don't quote me on the year. I don't know the year, but. There was a guy that I've forgotten his name, but he drove for Bennington, Bennington, however you say it, F1 team, and somehow he got in a like an altercation with a cab driver, and he ended up like pepper spraying him, and then he got arrested for release of a dangerous gas, which is ridiculous. That's a charge. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he got he got booked for that, and they're like, holy crap! Like we got a race in like. Like two days, like we got to get somebody in this car. Uh, who who do we got? Um, there's this Michael Schumacher kid. We could give him a shot. Okay, yeah, put him in the car. Seven time world champion. Yeah, however many wins. Well, and I think is I'm in, up for giving people their shot. Yeah, not hey kid, you're talented, but uh, this guy that hasn't won a race in uh, eons that ran thirty second his last year, we're gonna put him back in the car. Sorry, buddy. You also got to look at the equipment. Ryan Newman's yeah, a lot better than yes, he's better than Rick Ware. But here, here's what I'm saying. To me, the roots, and I think this would help the health of NASCAR, but it's never going to go back to this. Is we have these big events of the year, the Snowball Derby, the In Florida. The all yeah, the all American four hundred, the Nationals um, Fairgrounds race, the a lot of the cars tour races. How do you enter those races? Do you buy a charter? Do you no? You show up with your legal car, and you you come in. You yeah. pay your entry fee, and I would love for that to be how it works. And that being said, that means I would open grounds for anybody to come in. Mm-hmm. And that's the different philosophies of it. Mine is open market, come in as you please. Yours is there's a structured way to get here, 
and make it. You got to make it. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's. I mean, that's conflicting, and I feel like there's pros and cons to both. Yeah, of course, like anything else, but it's like, man, I really just con Quinn Half. Con yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pro of mine is Quinn Half doesn't well. That's not saying that Quinn Half theoretically could make it in my system, in the ladder no, he system. Couldn't. No, well, because technically, <laughs> after you run enough, you can be like, okay, he is now eligible to go to the next. Technically, technically, because we have. to. I mean, like you have for every Max Verstappen that you make in a ladder system, you also make a Nicholas Latifi. So, I mean, who, Nicholas Latifi is the goat, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it it happens. So, well. Ross Chastain versus Kyle Larson again. That was interesting. Fun. Cannot miss. I say it every time. Ross Chastain is cannot miss television. Oh, he's he's amazing. He is I, the best thing in the sport. I noticed that he sport. didn't make much noise this week. <laughs> I think that Chastain, was on purpose. Ross Chastain needs to be on every like major advertisement for NASCAR as like the no, guy. No, he absolutely does. He absolutely does. I'll, I'll read. I, I didn't read it when we were talking about it last time, but... Uh, got a text from my buddy that listens pretty much all the time, and uh, I have to scroll through eight thousand texts because me and him text like six thousand times a day. Did he have to buy two new diecasts this weekend? Is it the friend? I'm that's a different. Of? That's a different friend. But yeah, yeah. yeah our friend uh, Jacob, he's a uh, Kyle Larson fanatic, and uh, while you're pulling uh, his, this up, his, I'll show you this. His bank account is got to be in immense pain so i'm about to show you while you're looking up that text thread i'm gonna pull up real quick um him and his fiance were talking she was like when we get an apartment you better pray that we have space for your die cast yeah he sent me that too and i put lol we'll make room he's like i've got two spots left in my main case he's got to build a new one i'm thinking about building a custom one to hold me over. i was like well i guess after this week you got to don't you yeah because <laughs> he's got the truck. He buys every Kyle Larson win. He got the truck and the cup. Yep. So I Time found to build this. a new case. He texted me just Sunday at 10. He said, Ross Chastain. This was after the fight. He just texted me, Ross Chastain. That's it. I said, I assume you saw. He said, yeah. He said, assume that if I've never watched NASCAR or listened to RSO, I would have heard more about Ross Chastain than any other driver since like 2012. Yeah. Which is a complete factual statement. No, absolutely. Ross Chastain. You're not we need hearing... to throw away Chase Elliott, who I love, and just put Ross Chastain on all yeah. the advertisements. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. No, Tell you're me not. I'm wrong. You're not. But that was that was some fun racing at Darlington. It was. Um It sucks that especially at Darlington, just because of the nature of track, that whenever we got that yellow with fifteen to go, I literally, so me and the wife have those headsets where you can talk back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I literally went, we're going to be here a while because I knew exactly what was about to happen. And I thought that we were going to get more green-white checkers than we did, but that was honestly because we ran out of cars. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm going to go ahead and pull up uh, RSO picks because I think we had a uh, some interesting results here. So for Darlington... You picked Brad Keselowski, solid top ten for you, Rest sixth in place. Peace, Brad Keselowski. Um, William Byron was my pick. Winner, 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 chicken winner. Dinner. I got the five bonus points for the win, getting me forty-five points to your thirty-five for sixth place. And uh, don't have the totals because I've already put in North Wilkesboro, but <laughs> we'll talk more about our totals in a minute. I'm a little ticked off, but. Um, is there anything else you really want to say about Darlington? So, being gone a week in Florida, Darlington feels like three and a half years ago. So, uh, paint scheme's kind of disappointing. To me, you've <laughs> got to do that on Southern 500 weekend. To me, you do it on All-Star weekend at, Nor- at North Wilkesboro. That, w- that just made too much you sense. Don't, you, don't, you don't have another all-star race at North Wilkesboro. We'll talk about this later. Ooh. But, um, yeah, I think I like the throwback. I think we need to keep the throwback. I think NASCAR needs to let us put the numbers where we want for throwback. They can't do that. They've got to make it uniform. If it was at the all-star race, then maybe. 
Well, All-Star Race doesn't need to be at throwback places. I'll... But, I mean... Maybe I think All-Star Race should be at Las Vegas. Here's the only reason that Southern 500 weekend we don't run throwbacks. Do you know why? Why? When is the Southern 500? It's in the fall. What's in the fall for NASCAR? The playoffs. Sponsors want their regular brands mm-hmm. on display for a, one, a crown jewel event. Yeah. Two, playoff event. Also, did I mention it's the opening playoff event? Yeah. So Where viewership goes down on average? It it looks good on paper. <laughs> it does look good on paper. That's what so I'm saying. I'm that's not, why you make it easy and make North Wilkesboro a points race, and then you have throwback weekend at North Wilkesboro. That's and why everyone I said, does it all at once, and it's like a fun throwback weekend where everyone runs a throwback. Okay. Yeah. Also, point of contention. People are like, okay, the all star, the throwbacks have kind of run their course because people are running out of things to throw it back to. No. Here's my thing. Don't stop doing throwbacks to paint schemes. Do throwbacks. Just make up your own throwback. That's that's my thing. Slap the old logo on a car. And then be like, oh, yeah, this is, it's just fictional schemes. Just just make something new. Yeah. I That's mean, my whole thing. Just make something new. Because How cool would it be to see a McDonald's 1960s car? That would be dope. With the little. It's got the one arch, man. the little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be super cool. Have you seen, like, if you go to a McDonald's, it depends which one you go to. God, I know too much about McDonald's. I'm not happy about it. But, um,. Depending on which one you go to, have you seen the blue shirts that the employees wear that have like it's the fifteen cent hamburger and it's yes. the single arch? Yes. Make that make that the a logo. NASCAR paint scheme. Yep. That would be so cool, and it's great. It's a great opportunity for people to see those brands more because one, it establishes that your brand has been along. A while, here for a long time you're a stable company two it's just interesting to see old logos for a lot of people you know so I really think yes just I, do something cool I think that when we get to all star weekend NASCAR should implement a rule that one you must do a throwback and two it must be from the designated time period that NASCAR has in place like for instead that. Instead of having throwbacks from like 2002 and then 1943. And 2023. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, throwback. Kyle Busch's throwback Bush. was the best throwback. There, the RCR video that, that they released made me was hilarious. Die. That post made that me want to die. That was so... Ar- if you- Which you know what happened. I guarantee you Lucas Oil did not want to run a throwback. They won in, where was that they won at? Was it Auto Club? Uh, Yeah. They won at Auto Club. And then the PR guy at Joe Gibbs Racing was like, hey, guys, I got an Joe idea. Gibbs? Joe Gibbs Racing? Or not at Joe Gibbs, at RCR. <laughs> PR guy was like, hey, guys, I got an idea. That's how that happened. I guarantee it. So, as someone that deals with RCR a lot, that was the most RCR video I've ever seen in my life. Because if, like, I know a lot of the RCR guys, they're the kind of guys that are like, oh, we don't really don't care. Yeah, sure, it's a throwback to February. Like, that's just, like, knowing people there, that is very on brand, and that's something that they would do. Like, we don't care about throwbacks. We just want to go win a race. Yeah. Like, that's just Which how is they so are. crazy to me, because if a brand could do it, they're one of the brands, you know? Oh, yeah. RCR, like, they're just, they kind of are throwback anyway. Like, they, they're they just like a throwback team. They're throwback because they don't care about throwbacks. Yeah. Like, yeah, they just run the same paint schemes. Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. I will that's say. That's very on brand for them. The UPS. So good. I, I really wish that being an ex-UPS employee that Ross Chastain would have just doored Denny Hamlin. Because he was in the FedEx car. <laughs> I did think that it was funny. Denny Hamlin was like, that brown number one car was ugly. <laughs> like, he was he was throwing that's a, shots. That's one of the reasons. You might notice that I have a die cast for a lot of drivers. I don't have a Denny Hamlin. 
I will be attempting to get the 2020 Daytona 500 win eventually because I consider that as like my, like I'd been to races before, but that was like the first like real race. I wasn't even there for the race. We left that morning, but technically it would be the Eric Jones Bush clash win. That's a $300 million now. What? No, that's not true, but the Bush. Well, clash, I mean, obviously Eric, I know it's not. Yeah. The, the Eric Jones Bush clash. It's so weird to say with a dry mouth. Bush clash win is it's, it's appreciated in value. Of course, I'm I'm very fortunate that a lot of the diecasts I have grabbed have appreciated in value. But uh, let's see actually how much that sells for. It is funny to see how that works sometimes because you'll get you'll see some diecasts on there for like fifteen dollars. Oh, they've went back down. They've went back down. They went back down. Yeah, it's like eighty bucks. Yeah. This for some reason, uh, diecast depot. Oh, that's an elite. That they want like a hundred and sixty bucks for the elite, which I am not paying. Um, the elites are going for a lot of money, but the, the actual ARCs are going for like not as much. So yeah, I got to get that because that was such a good race. But well, let's talk about. Do we have anything else to say about Darlington? Not that I, not that I can think of. I I can't think of anything. Not that I can think of. So, well, let's go to this weekend's activities at North Wilkesboro Speedway. And there's a lot of back and forth talk about this. Very As wild. of right now, Gluck's poll sits at 50-50. Which is kind of expected for just this kind of race. But here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm going to say. If you look at Sunday alone, let me let me reemphasize this. If you look at the All-Star race alone, the racing was not great. But if you take in count, one, the atmosphere, two, the other races on hand, I'm not even talking about the late models that showed up Wednesday. I haven't got to see that race. I'm going to watch it later. Just looking at the NASCAR portion of this week, this is a huge W. Huge W for NASCAR, for Marcus Smith, for NASCAR fans as a whole, and to see so much negativity around this race is kind of hurt my heart a little bit. Yeah. Because we just saw a track. The only reason Dale Jr. had this place scanned in 2020 was so that we could preserve a dead track in the virtual world. It was not to bring a new revival to it. It was not any hope. This was This track is too far gone. It's never coming back. I want to preserve it the one way I can. But here we are. True. And it took a lot of money to get there. A lot of state money to get there. Taxes, baby. Yeah. And I think that this weekend was pulled off very well. Very, very well. Um, Truck racing. Truck race was good. Truck race was really good. The most impressed I was all week was watching Bubba trying to hold off Kyle Larson. He did so And doing it for a while with, like, dead tires. Like, I was thoroughly impressed. That was some great driving on behalf of both of them. Yes, it was amazing driving. Because Kyle could have just bumped him out of the way and went, but he he didn't. No. uh, And he went out and won. It was very good racing. It was very interesting to see how the tire strategy worked out with them, too. Um, the truck drivers, they had enough cautions to me that made it really interesting because like the cup guys, they all had tires left at the end of the all-star race mm-hmm. because the only caution all night, correct me if I'm wrong, was the stage break. Uh, maybe. What, like the halfway, I didn't get like to 100 see, lap? I didn't get to see it flag to flag. I think they had a competition caution as well. They could have because it rained during the... I think there was a comp caution. Yeah. I think that's it. But there was zero, to my knowledge, zero legitimate cautions. You know what I mean? Like, slow down, there's a car wrecked on the racetrack or debris on the track. The truck guys, they had a couple wrecks, and it allowed for that strategy to take place because you're not going to pit on green flag at North Wilkesboro. Um, Which made it really good because the fall off 
was amazing. And dude, I I just love this this track. Like I I hope I don't know that they'll do it. And I don't know how So iRacing when they they scan the track they scanned the track as was. They got all the weeds off of it and stuff. Scanned it as was. As was. As, as it, was. As it was. As it was at that time. And then went back over that scan. Where most tracks they would keep it true to scan and model the track off of that scan. They actually smoothed North Wilkesboro out to be as if it was 1987. So when you race on iRacing, you're not racing the wore out 2023 pavement. You're racing 1987 estimated pavement. It would be so cool to me if they still have the laser files, you know, of the of the rough. Yeah, before they smooth, that would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, or even if they scan it like this week and the next week or two, or I mean, here's the, if they. I saw a quote from Marcus Smith that they're going to not pave it as long as they can. Bold. Bold. Very bold. But especially right now would be an amazing time to scan it because it was really cool to see those guys chasing those patches. Oh, yeah. Trying to get down on the the Get down the on the concrete. Inside. And yeah. did you notice that patch one lane up? I think specifically in turns one and two. Um... What you would see is they would dive down at the wall and then they'd come back up and there's patches right along one lane up and they'd stick their right side tires on those patches. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's really cool to see that because if you make a mistake, you lose a little bit of grip there because you're expecting the grip from that patch. It's just, I think this would be a fun thing to see in iRacing as is now. Um... And I think this weekend as a whole was awesome. I enjoyed it. I think we were ripped off a little bit, though. Xfinity would have put on a show. Yeah, they would have had a good time. They would have burned the place down. That would have been the race of the year for them, maybe. Oh, absolutely. Um, But even the Open was good. Like, we got some stories out of the Open. With Michael McDowell versus Ty Gibbs. <laughs> Christian boy versus Christian boy for who can be the least Christian at the time. <laughs> no, I, I think it's funny that both of them are like the That's two like, like openly like, man, I, Jesus and love, bro. And they're like trying to fight each other on the race. He's track. like, I can't afford a fine in my budget or I'd be over there right now. <laughs> I can't afford a fine. That was Michael. Did you hear Michael McDowell no, say I didn't that? Hear that? He no. literally said, it's not in my budget to get a fine or I'd be somewhere else right now. Genius. That was his exact words. <laughs> well, people are giving Ty a hard time. It's like, oh, yeah, man, that's Ty. When once has anyone had a problem with him this year? No, he, he's, no, he's like, kept wh- his nose clean what? this year. <laughs> like people, People just have a... He he's being smart because yeah, he is. I mean, everyone's already going to look down on him a little bit because yeah. he he's Silver racing spoon. Granddaddy's cars, you know, and Granddad of the Year award. Yeah, for real. And he's you could argue he's not ready. You could argue he needs another year. I would argue that he's been doing extraordinarily well. He has been doing well, but going into this seat. Like, he's been earning respect, I feel like. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that might go away a little bit. The Silver Spoon's never going to go away. But as far as the you're not ready, you're only here because of Silver Spoon. Yeah, that is not applicable anymore. You it's, can't. You cannot say that Ty Gibbs is not. I wouldn't right. say not applicable, but nah. I think he's he is slowly chipping away at that. Yeah, well, to go into the Cup Series as a rookie in – one of the best cars on the the grid, yeah, maybe, but there's just certain drivers, and Ty is one of them that will always have a like a vendetta. Like people will always have something against them. Like really, I mean, Kyle Busch technically still does. Joey Logano gets mercilessly booed everywhere he goes. 
uh, Ross Chastain has mixed reactions now. Ty usually gets a lot of booze. Bubba. Bubba. We'll, we might touch back on that because there's some just idiocy, idiocy going on. I don't know, with, man. With people. I mean, it just, it, just uh, it, it feels like we've had this conversation before. I almost don't want to give it airtime. Yeah, and my thing is, as like a like a like a real neutral in the like the whole thing of like I'm not a diehard Bubba guy, but I I I I mean I like him, uh, I like him a lot, but it's like doing the if if you're Bubba and you had a great race, you just had a great. Of course, all the the bull crap going on, you had a great race and you get out of the car and you flip the camera, the bird, which I am all about doing that. That was awesome. I'm just I'm just saying from a neutral perspective. The people that are are so against you, all you're doing is giving those people just more and more stuff. And I love Bubba, but he has always kind of done that. He he he's a he's an emotional dude, which I like, and he responds, which I like, but sometimes I feel like he responds in a way that just adds people like adds cannon fodder to people that don't like him, which is which I mean, it's it's his prerogative, but it's yeah. like, man, the, I mean, you're not helping your case any, even though they're in the wrong. You're just giving them another reason to 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 not like you or whatever. So, yeah, Twitter has been wild the last couple of days. Yeah, sadly, um, sadly, yeah. Anyway, that was talking about Tiger. I was talking about the Open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did not get to see much of the Open. Um. I got to saw a few laps. So I watched sporadically. Yeah, I wish I would have watched more of it though, because um, my thing was I f- I didn't I really didn't pay attention to the format. In all honest truth, like I didn't realize the heats were going on. Yeah, I feel like also NASCAR. So wait, is, what did the heats do? I don't know. Okay, I I, I think it was probably like setting, I feel like as people with you know a podcast order. about NASCAR, we probably should know. But well, no one told us. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's one there's of those a things, problem that we don't know. Yeah, yeah. If if we don't, if we're not entirely sure, because what the app said, All Star Race, five, uh, like eight thirty. So if I just go by what the app said, I wouldn't have tuned in till like eight o'clock. Well, I, and here's the thing: I saw. I don't know if it's. So I've got the schedule saved to my calendar. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was that or something said five o'clock. So um, I don't know if somewhere I saw five o'clock and I saw oh wait open. I forgot that there was open races before the all star yeah, race. <laughs> and it's like it's one of those you're like oh duh how did I not remember that? But also why is this not being talked about as much? You know. Here's my thing. Weekend overall, the fact the weekend happened, amazing. Yeah. Huge win, and it is a disgrace, in my opinion, if this is not a regular Cup Series event next year. I liked it. I liked it. Of course, me and you are going to have a probably a higher general opinion of it because me and you are short track guys. People that aren't short track guys probably don't like it as much. Well, and here's the thing. The, the car needs to be worked on. Yeah, that's true. Big time. Um, And if they need to take time to work on the car and they don't want to expand short track racing until they get the car right, to me that's fair. But this race better be a truck and Xfinity doubleheader. Yeah, that would be cool. Because I'm here, I've heard that they're trying to work some more packages out. They're trying to fix this short track. Everyone knows it's a problem. Goodyear knows they have a problem. Um, NASCAR knows they have a problem. I would be very curious to see if you didn't touch anything except for taking off the rear diffuser. Yeah, this is wild when it's like corporate NASCAR designs a car, tests it like twice on a mile and a half. Because they really like test it on a mile and a half and it's like yeah it worked good on a mile and a half and it does work good on a mile and a half yeah that's because that's where they test it <laughs> well and you know what's really funny is the mile and a half is where people were nervous at first yeah but they added that horsepower and took away they were going to have more spoiler than they do I remember us talking about that and it was like holy crap dude they're like making good changes 
I know. We were so excited. And which is fair. We have good product on the mile and a halfs. Yeah, we do. Because they made those changes and I think those should be commended, but it's not perfect. We got some more room to grow here. I could argue I don't really like the Gen 7 at all, but there's a way to make it a good race car. It's yeah. racing good at mile and a halfs. It's racing pretty good at road courses. Pretty good on super speedways. Yeah. Mm. I like I like the super speedway package. I don't. I think the last the last gen car was just really super good on super speedways because of how they pushed and stuff. Yeah. But I still I still like the the super speedway product. I think it's all right. But um but if NASCAR can just figure out the short tracks, then I mean you got North Wilkesboro that is ready. You've got Nashville Fairgrounds pending board approval basically. Long shot. I don't think it's a long shot. I just think it's going to take a while to get yeah, there. It's going to take time. Um and you got Rockingham maybe. They're they're putting in money in their facility to try and get the eyes of NASCAR back even if it's only for a truck race. I'd be down to see that. But we've got tracks that are ready to come back as far as short tracks come and I think we need to get that going very quickly because that's a very exciting part of our sport if we get it right. Yeah. Um but if this is not a 400 lap main event next year, I'm going to be severely disappointed. Ooh. Uh Hey, yeah, it was a little shorter than I'd like, but Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying all-star race. I don't want it as an all-star race. No, just race. like like hey, a race in general. Like, it's I don't, the I Tyson like, 400. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Fried chicken. Trophy. I do think it was cool they named it Tyson. The like they got Tyson to sponsor it. Yeah. Because it was the last sponsor. Yeah. And they for all those years that the track was abandoned, that's the sponsor that sat on the top of the scoring pylon. Free advertising. Yeah. But um, chicken trophy. <laughs> also, kudos to Denny Hamlin for saying the things that need to be said. Even though I don't root for him on the racetrack, off the racetrack, he is my guy. Yeah. Trophies should look like trophies. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Grandfather clock have... at Martinsville, get it out of here. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Okay. Worthless. Make it. It needs to have a plaque. I'm surprised they don't have a plaque. They just give you a clock. It doesn't yeah. say anything. Who cares? It needs to be engraved. If it was like a custom, like, like really cool clock i mean it's kind of always been kind of decent but well, like, no, no no that's the point it's the like, point man, is this, that it's that this clock company. sucks <laughs> like i imagine i went out and won a race and that like, you have hey, to rewind every week <laughs> yeah here's a big old clock that you don't want to deal with okay thanks jim i would rather have a really cool which, by the way, I think they're fixing the clock. I think it's going to start being engraved with the winner's name and the. To me, that fixes the problem because it's just the difference in getting a clock and getting a trophy. Yeah, but let's see. Let, um, let me let me kind of if I can explain. Let's see. So if I'm talking about trophies, of course, let's just the easy one is F1 trophies. I think IndyCar also has some pretty cool trophies, but there's. I think it's the Austrian Grand Prix. Uh, they have like a porcelain looking trophy that is just, it's it's just cool. I like trophies that look like trophies, and you set it, and it's like wow, that looks super freaking cool. That's what I'm about. Is the big ornate? Just I mean, I think they're beautiful. They're not super big, which is kind of cool. Um, the the French Grand Prix trophy is a monkey for some reason. I, uh, <laughs> that I'm not a big fan of that one. Um, I'm, My favorite trophy of all time, and this is going to sound very childish to me. Let's hear it. Dover. The lobster? Dover. That's New Hampshire. That's New Hampshire. That's New Hampshire. The ro- yeah. The monster My, holding the, monster. the die cast of the winning car? Yeah. Come on now. That's pretty all right. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty all right. There's the... Uh, Italian 
Grand Prix trophy, which is which is beautiful. I mean, here, to me, this I is just, a non-issue. I, I yeah, it is. I just <laughs> think I just think we got that, a lot bigger problems like, to tackle before we start complaining. Denny Hamlin about had, that is a great opinion, and I saw people being like, "No, but the trophy." It's like, no, you guys are absolute buffoons. So I want a beautiful beauty inspires you to do things. I want to win this race because I want that trophy in my house. Is exactly the thing that I'm like. You know what? Yes. Which, by the way, people have done for the Martinsville clock for a there long time. There it is. The Hungarian Grand Prix. Oh, my goodness. If you, if you want to look at a beautiful trophy, the Hungarian Grand Prix trophies, oh, those are just, that is just absolutely beautiful. And there should only the, be the, one of those, though. The constructor plate. I like it. Well, I before like we it. get out of here, let's look at RSO picks after North Wilkesboro. Y'all don't know who we picked because somebody... Didn't tell me because somebody going out of town. couldn't record audio. Where was my microphone? It was here. That's why I couldn't record audio. Heath was here all week. He could have came and got it. That would have been great information to know. <laughs> Is that actually true? Well, you think we just left the dog here by himself all week? I never said I was smart. God, what a loser. Let's just just do picks. Gosh. Um, do the picks. So, you picked Joey Logano. Not a great pick. Ended up 10th, right? Oops. 31 points. I picked Bubba Wallace and then changed my mind and picked William Byron to get 20th place. 21 points for me, 31 points let's, for you. Let's let's read the text conversation. Uh, I'll take Logano, I guess. You said Bubba. I said L. You said he's been killing it this week. And I said he did good in the truck race at the end. And you said, actually, Byron. Final answer, and I said, no, you picked Bubba, you cheat. And you said, LOL. And I said, no, I'm going to pick who you want. And he said, Byron. Next text, should have kept Bubba. Yep, that's exactly how I went. killed it this weekend. But, um, yeah. So, now I can tell you all totals right now. <laughs> so, green, 365, turnpike, 341. We are right back where we started two weeks ago with a 24-point lead for me. Um, we're going to Charlotte for the Coke 600 this weekend. Turnpike, tell me who you got. I've just realized that I... Oh, wait. No, don't. I, I get to pick. Yeah, you picked first, and I realized that I picked... Ross Chastain is mine. Okay. That's fine. Uh, who can I, who can I even pick here? Um, you know who's... Ooh... I don't know. There's some good picks that I still got sitting here on the. I know. Board. I was looking at some of the names I still have left. You know what? Reverse Uno card. William Byron. Oh, I cannot believe I haven't picked him either. I know. That's what I was thinking when I picked William. By the way, you'll notice that we picked the same drivers as we have in the past for the All Star race. That has been a rule that we've had in the past. That didn't count. Yeah, it's you can pick anyone, no matter what. Um. We would have explained that if someone would have told me I could get in their house to get my microphone. Sorry. Hold on. You want to do, since we have a good time here on this show, do you want to do something kind of fun as a little one-off here? What? You want to pick the Indy 500? Ah. We can. Well, do you, is that do you, yeah? That is. Do you even know enough to be able to make a honest to goodness pick? I know who's not going to have a good chance at it. Graham Rahal. <laughs> oh no, I was thinking meaner than that. Oh well, yeah, but Graham Graham Rahal. Graham Rahal. Okay, I'm just going to approach out. that. Um, just for those who do not know, Steph Wilson. Uh, Stefan Wilson. Yeah, he's. I think he's he's still in the hospital. He uh, he. So this is this is an update that's come out. He was in a crash today during practice. Um, he suffered a fracture to the twelfth thoriac thoriatic. I think it's thoriatic. I don't know. Vertebrae and will stay overnight hospital for further tests and evaluations. Based on his type of injury, Wilson will not be allowed to compete in this Sunday's 107th Indianapolis 500. You know what? If we're going to do this as a one-off... So, we, 
Hold on one second. Before I I need to I need to cover my butt real quick. Okay. Because I was just about to joke about him not having a chance. Prayers out to him. Yeah. Hope he's doing well. Yeah. That that was He will not be able to participate in the race. Yeah, it is very sad. He has suffered an injury. But yes. Now, the question is do we want to just pick one and call it fun? Or do we wanna do we wanna throw some weight behind this? I think just call it, have fun, we'll do, do want, points based off do, 33 entries. Do we want to do two, and then, like, we both pick two, highest finisher for both of us is... Okay, I'm good with that. Is that fine? Yeah. All right, who's going to pick first? Well, I'm still trying to get the lineup pulled up. Okay. Um, You're probably more ready than I am, so you go. Well, then that gives me a dis- that gives you a disadvantage because then I can pick literally whoever I want with more knowledge. Yeah. So go for it. handicap, you should go first because I know more. Takuma Sato. Takuma Sato. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Easy. Okay. Uh, give me Alex Pillow, fast one of the fastest pole sitters in Indy 500 history. And then your second pick, Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon. Okay. I'm going to take. I think he's still the fastest pole sitter in history uh give uh, i could just go one two but i'm not i'm gonna take uh scott mclaughlin so i will have those two and the higher finishing of the two will be the person that we count points for so you got scotty i got a half of the bus bro which is ironic because the other half of the bus bro is my favorite indycar driver um but i didn't pick him hopefully it's reverse psychology when New Garden wins the Indy 500, I'm going to be feeling cool. Cool. I've got our picks marked down. Sweet. We will do points based off 33-point grid, one point per position, just like we do with NASCAR, just NASCAR has a 41-point grid. Um. Well. I like that your first pick for the, for the Indy 500 was the guy that is sitting dead last in points. Is he? Yeah, he's 29th. I know he's won like two recently. He though, has. Hasn't yeah, he? he he's he's won a couple. Is he in a different team than he was then? Yeah, he's. Uh, what is he? Is he racing for? He might be racing for. Yeah, he's racing for Ganassi. He's not in a bad spot for the lineup though. He's like third no, he's, row, I think. Right? No, he's not. He's not third row. I don't think. Yeah, he's third row. Is he third row? Yep. Well, in eighth, because you know they do the three by three. Yeah, yeah. But. All right, anyways. Yeah, Pillow, VK, Rosenquist are top three. So, Well, we have one more race to say that we are looking forward to this weekend, and that is Southie Super Trucks. Racing at Anderson Motor Speedway as, as well as the Southeast Limited Late Model Tour. It's going to be a great time. Y'all should really come on out. We had a great show last last. Two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, Wrecked a lot of trucks, not going to lie. But we should be back, stocked up and ready. And I've heard a very well-known person in the garage might be running a car as well. Oh. Someone who has not been running a car. That would be very interesting. It's me. What's up, guys? I'm going to be in the race. Please, no. Please, God, no. (laughs) 46 car (laughs) pileup. But... Um, it's going to be a great night of racing, 15 bucks ahead, 12 and under free. Um, it's going to be a great night of racing, but Turnpike, do you have anything else to add? No. Well, there was a topic that we planned on talking about here that we didn't talk about that involves some racing, but to hear that. That's going to be exclusively on Twitter. We're going to record it after this. We're going to talk about it over there. So be sure to check out our Twitter at RightSidesPod on Twitter. and uh, Instagram at RightSidesOnly. It probably won't be on Instagram, but it will be on Twitter. So be sure to check that out. It's a little little fun little tidbit, fun fact, that uh, we have been brought to our attention. So we're going to throw that over on the Twitter. And, uh, yeah, this has been quite a long episode. And... Uh, 
I, I don't even remember what all we talked about. We talked about so many different things. Yeah, we ran all over the place. That's what happens when we don't. We talk didn't even for talk about weeks. the race hardly. <laughs> we yeah. just talked about all sorts of stuff. Well, so. follow me at RSO underscore Green on Twitter. Follow Turnpike at Turnpike underscore. And we will see you next week. When Green attempts to sew a pair of pants using a McDonald's diecast, a uh, lanyard, and a Lego action figure, like, little gun. So, tune in for that. I'm dreading it. (laughs) Hardest six and a half years of your life about to start right now. Uh...